right. Welcome back to True Patriot Podcast. Happy Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to the show. Doesn't matter as long as you are back with us for another week of TPP. What's going on, Jake? Hey, we're back. Uh, (laughs) I'm scared to death right now. I think we're going to have some technical difficulties in this. Uh, We just had a had a bit of a rough startup, and then as soon as you said, hey, you cut out for like 15 seconds there. <laughs> Seriously? Ah, well, yeah. we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, a big thing came across my computer, said internet connection unstable, which is yep, always good. So you didn't hear <laughs> anything great. I just said? No. Ah, that's fine. No, I missed everything from uh, something <laughs> like, hey, welcome back, all the way up to what's going on, Jake. <laughs> oh, that's how it usually starts anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Dude. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about this weekend? <laughs> yeah, we had ourselves a weekend. <laughs> yeah. We got we, to uh, hang out together. Yeah, we did a little uh a little getaway <laughs> with all of our families. Uh we have a couple other families that we always travel with and uh they all have kids around the same age as us and uh we went up to Amish country this weekend. Um, yeah that was quite hectic uh (laughs) that uh that whole that whole der dutchman trip with uh 18 people party of 18 with 10 of them being kids that was uh wild times well let's tell the people who don't know like when you guys told me we're going on a trip to Amish country, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? What is Amish country? <laughs> like, you know, like you didn't know what Amish country was. Like, we pretty much already live in Amish country. I was saying like, I didn't know there was a, you know, I didn't know it was a tourist attraction. Let's just say that. Yeah. I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like, what, what are we going to do? Get the whole Amish experience. We're just going to freaking hang out with no electricity in a big house and like 50 goats or what the heck are we going to do here? (laughs) But the resort turned out to be pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. So actually I was really scared, Mm -hmm. but then I was really impressed. There's lots of nice resorts, uh, really family friendly and like, you know, shout out to the wives. Like they did it again. It it was perfect for their age. Like they loved it. They loved Amish country. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We went to, we went to that, uh, to that farm and they had all kinds of animals there. They had, you know, giraffes and buffaloes and, uh, ostriches and zebras and all kinds of crazy things. Uh, Emus, yaks. Uh, like, did you just say Buffalo? Yeah. Buffalo and bison. They actually had both. (laughs) Yeah, man. That was a pretty Um, cool place. Yeah, but we went through, like, they're in this big gated area, uh, fenced-in area, and we actually got taken through on a horse and buggy, just like a wagon ride with two <laughs> horses pulling it. Oh, it was a blast. And Henry was excited. He got to feed the parrot. Uh, yeah, they had a parrot. He, he, yeah, like, you actually lifted him up. He, the parrot would hang upside down from, the, <laughs> from this rope uh, that was over top of the wagon, and um you know you lifted henry up and he got to feed the the parrot a peanut and then it mm-hmm. it, it actually took the peanut out of the shell that was pretty cool he was excited yeah. about that 
yeah so so this farm was a huge it was probably 200 ish acre ranch with little road everything's fenced in and there's animals everywhere and then there's little like roads uh weaving in and out of this whole place and it's up and down and hilly and i don't know all the animals just everywhere it was kind of cool and you had you had this old amish guy driving our buggy with some two huge horses it was cool it was funny because all the horse commands were like in the what's it called like dutch english or whatever in in dutch yeah (laughs) it's just funny man them those people are so nice though like Mm -hmm. it it really feels like god's country up there like the rolling hills the farmland everywhere the (laughs) amish people everywhere (laughs) dude what i thought was funny you roll into town you see like amish people like biking everywhere like they have their bicycles yeah, <laughs> like Everywhere. So you could tell they're like, ah, not right. You know, they'll, they said screw this horse for this trip. Like they're biking, and yeah. you see all the buggy shops. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's like instead of all the car shops and stuff, there's buggy <laughs> shops everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it threw me off. Yeah, it is like its own little place, just stuck in time. You know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like going back in time 200 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with cars mixed in and people like with us. Cars mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the dirt, the dirt Dutchman or whatever was funny because uh, we had our fantasy football losers. We dressed mm-hmm. them up at the uh, thrift store, which is what our punishment every year for the fantasy football losers. And we usually, you know, we all go to Goodwill and we dress them up and we go out to like a bar or something somewhere where pe- yeah. people are drinking alcohol and having a good time mm-hmm. anyway. I, yeah, we've done top people, golf, we've done you know axe throwing, that kind of stuff. But we go where people like see us and they see what they're dressed like and they kind of get it. They it's easy to tell like yeah. they're being punished. So we roll in like <laughs> we had how many adult couples for. And then like a litter yeah, of 12 eight, kids. Eight, eight adults, 10 kids. Yeah. And then we roll into this huge Amish restaurant. <laughs> and we had BJ. <laughs> we had him dressed up. <laughs> he had a whitewashed, uh, like holy jeans, like ripped so jeans. Lame, like yeah. metal rock star <laughs> jeans. Uh, skinny like jeans. A, skinny <laughs> jeans, really holy. And then he had like a tie-dye skin tight like under armor material material shirt with a turtle on it and like with a hippie turtles. shirt and a cowboy hat and man it was like an Indi- it was like an indiana jones hat <laughs> he looked like the weirdest dude ever <laughs> and the thing about it was it was like it was pretty wacky but it went together just well enough that it looked like he was trying to be serious <laughs> so all the people or just looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Why is he here? Everybody <laughs> would see all the cute kids and normal family. And then you could see him. He would catch the, so many. Then you, you'd see him smiling, smiling at our whole group. And then they see him and they just like see their expression change. <laughs> like, whoa. What they, oh, <laughs> it was so yeah. funny. He was so it's embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, I think that was, was the funny. worst, worst one ever. I mean, yeah. 
because <laughs> it's such a serious like no nonsense place the only people that are there are like amish and then there is uh just, like, old, old couples old <laughs> yeah. couples like retired visiting yeah. Amish country to like buy some food i i don't know ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a blast though so we went to the good stuff we stayed at the berlin resort uh which yeah. it was nice it was nice the towns up there are like sugar creek uh, Walnut, Walnut Millersburg. Creek, Millersburg, Berlin. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised yeah. how, about how how nice it was up there. Honestly, yeah. What else I want to say? Everybody knows the Walnut around the Midwest knows uh, Walnut Ridge. They have all the cheese. Like they're like have a huge mm-hmm. distribution facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we like, drove past it a couple times. There's like the Uncle Mike's jerky. That's like everywhere mm-hmm. uh, around here. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't make it super far, but it's kind of cool to yeah. see them places. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that you guys had never seen the Der Dutchman peanut butter before. Yeah, the dude. Stuff that was on the table. That was good. Well, I remember we uh, went on a trip in like elementary school and I like, you know, very vaguely remember it. Like mm-hmm. I just remember going there, eating and leaving, but I'm sure we did more. But <laughs> yeah, like a big lunch trip. Uh, that was fun. That was a blast. But I screwed up because uh, I didn't realize. Um, we went on a Saturday, stayed on a Saturday night. Well, Jess was wanting to get up there early, but I told her like I had to get a run in. Uh, before we went so i got up yeah. got the run in we got on the road and we didn't get there till like one so we didn't have as much time as she wanted to like go all shops and stuff i was like well we'll hit them on mm-hmm. sunday uh that doesn't, happen in, all- <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> happen in all this country yeah. i was i was not thinking at all and i feel so bad yeah because Dude, that was everything's closed on sunday. that whole town is shut down yep. like there ain't no stores open on Sunday in Amish country. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it it makes total sense when you say it. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, yeah. we will hit the shops tomorrow. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, you got anything else you want to say about your week? I don't know. You usually have yeah, kind of a Henry story, but... I, not a Henry story this week, but I have one um, that I I didn't tell you this weekend because I wanted to oh. save it for the podcast. Dude, wait. I got a Henry story <laughs> from the Amish trip real quick. Okay. Yeah. We, so we were on the buggy during the uh, ride at the at the farm uh-huh. where all the animals were. Get, we're on the big wagon and the horses yeah. were taking us around. Jess taps me on the shoulder, points over. It's Henry sitting by my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh which there uh Henry's what four? He's four. My daughter's five. <laughs> yep. Henry's got a hold of her hand, just like <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> and I just 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 taps me on the shoulder and tells me, you know, gives me a look, look over there. I was like just shaking my head. I was like, ah, <laughs> Henry, <laughs> ladies man. He is he, a ladies man. He was very well behaved. I thought he, I don't believe he is stories. a 
he is a very good kid. He is just ornery. <laughs> he just he he doesn't know when to stop. He hasn't found that line yet. But he he's hilarious. He's a very good kid. He has a, he's he has a great sense of humor. He's got a big heart. He's just he's just always into shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, but anyways, what were you saying? So I went to the grocery store this week, and um, just you know, sitting in the uh, salad dressing aisle looking for this particular type of salad dressing that my wife needs for her recipe that she's making, right? <laughs> Sounds and awful. Around, and around the corner comes this old couple. They're, they're probably in their 70s, and they're riding the scooters. The wife comes first, and she stops, and she just stops right in front of me. Um, I'm kind of off to the side <laughs> in the aisle just looking across. She stops, and she goes, Hey, you're cute. <laughs> I just kind of look at her I'm like, uh, thanks. <laughs> and she, then she just kind of, you know, keeps eyeballing me as, as she goes by. And then her husband's coming down and he goes, where's the ketchup? <laughs> There's scooters through the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So I guess I still got it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like and <laughs> eh, never mind. All right. We well, got any Patriots this week? Yes. My pa- my Patriot of the week is Joey Chestnut. Uh, nice. Yes, he is once again uh, claimed the mustard belt for the United States uh, in the Nathan's hot dog eating competition on the 4th of July. Um, for those who don't know, Joey Chestnut is a professional eater, and he is by far the most dominant athlete in any <laughs> sport ever. <laughs> he, uh, so. So he's actually on the decline. Uh, he say. he only he only got sixty two hot dogs this this year. Uh, he has ten minutes to eat hot dogs. That's hot dog and bun included. Uh, he only got sixty two of them in ten minutes. His record is seventy six. So he's actually stepping stepping back a little bit. He's thirty nine. I just looked that up. So yeah. So is he still um, winning though? Or yeah, he won. How does he so, keep winning? He just dominates. Um, so he in the last 17 years, he's won 16 of them. Um, <sighs> he lost he lost in 2015. That was the only time that he uh that he's lost. I'm I admit, yeah, I mean I'm impressed, but yeah, didn't uh something happen this week or was it this week? Didn't he like choke a dude out in the middle of it? Uh, the protesters. Yeah, he even he even gets uh, like PETA <laughs> protesting. Uh, they come to like mess with him, and he that's unfazed. He just you know chokes yeah. him out and keeps eating hot dogs. <laughs> Was that this year? I thought that's why you is that why you bring him up or you just? just I think so. I think <laughs> I it was so. this year. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I think that's why he's the Patriot of the week. Yeah, yeah, it's like in the middle of the contest, which that's the Nathan's, right? The big one. Yeah. Yep. There but he nothing. also owns he owns at least fifty other world records eating other foods. 
Uh, wow. I just jotted a couple of these down. 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes. Um, almost 19 pounds of shrimp cocktail in eight minutes. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> he ate 25, 25 and a half ice cream sandwiches in six minutes. <laughs> That's just dumb. <laughs> he ate uh, 55 donuts in eight minutes. Uh, nine, about nine and a half pounds of turkey in 10 minutes. He ate 121 Twinkies in six minutes. <laughs> and, and he ate 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. Oh, giving <laughs> Liver King a run for his money. Uh, yeah. So he <laughs> is, uh, he's an eating fool. He eats like crazy, man. I would love to interview that guy one day. Yeah, you yeah. know, just like get his <laughs> get. You know, you could rattle off. I bet he'd have like something to say about every like you know record oh, yeah. of food. Like he just like looks at food and is like, I wonder what it'd be like to like eat a hundred of those in ten minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shove it down my yeah. pie hole. <laughs> For real, <Yeah>. savage. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Legend, legend. Um, I went and saw a movie this week, as many other Americans did, and I'm going to make my Patriot of the Week, Tim Ballard. Did you you know about Tim Ballard? I do not. Oh, so you need to go see this movie. It's um, Uh, Sound of Freedom. Yes, that's that's the one. I saw the movie already, but he was on Joe Rogan like a few years back. Um, okay. Tim Ballard, and he was a CIA agent for like fifteen some odd years covering these child pedophile cases. Right, they were nabbing pedophiles for the CIA, and he did it for a long time. Um, and he eventually, you know, after having a whole career doing this, he was getting upset because a lot of these, like America, is like one of the biggest consumers of child pornography and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He was tired of busting the pedophiles but never getting to save the kids yeah so he kind of took it upon himself to start saving the kids pushed for the kids to be saved he's watching all this horrible footage you know he wants to actually save the kids so he pushed uh you know the cia to go after these kids even out of country um and you know now they've went and you're going to have to watch the film if you want to hear. I don't want to ruin the movie, but he's yeah. spread a lot of awareness. There's a very heroic story. The movie's about, you know, what started this. Uh, he's, he went like kind of undercover pretending to be a pedophile in order, like pretending to want to buy a kid. And the, some guy drove a kid across the Mexican border and he set out on a mission to find the boy's sister, who's also, uh, you know, a victim of you know child basically you know human slavery uh, human exploitation um so it's a great movie spreads a lot of awareness but after he um saved those two kids he went on to uh found operation underground railroad to rescue Mm -hmm. children from underground sex trafficking rings the movie sound of freedom is about this spreading awareness it's a great movie you know, it's gonna make you cry. It's tough to realize that this this is a reality in the world we live in. It's like a 
$150 billion a year operation. There's money in it. That's why these people are doing it and they're largely operating out of other countries. Mm -hmm. And it's a good watch. And Tim's doing a good thing, bringing awareness to this. And I think everybody that listens to this show should check that movie out and support what Tim's doing. Operation Underground Railroad. I mean, Tim Ballard. So, you should check awesome. it out, man. Yeah, I'll check it out. It um, stuff to watch, dude. And they had the uh, actor that plays Tim in the movie is uh, mm-hmm. the guy that played um, the Passion of the Christ. He played Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. So Tim was adamant that that guy would uh, play his part, even though the producers didn't want him too because i guess he's kind of said some things that's you know more or less exiled him from the hollywood scene yeah, because they don't like a passionate christian he said some things uh you know they try to label him as a QAnon guy or whatever but tim was adamant that i think his name's jim man his last name's hard to pronounce <laughs> jim cavazel that's hard to say <laughs> but he did re- he did a great job. Yeah. And this movie, it was made five years ago. It took five years for them to get really? it into theaters. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, just Hollywood wouldn't get behind it. But it's out That's now. Crazy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a box mm-hmm. office hit. If you watch it, just do your best. Just tell people to watch it, people around you. Uh, just support great people trying to bring awareness to horrible things i mean that's yeah the only way america gets better absolutely all right we're gonna roll into the real talk and i kind of got a funny story to start this one off um Mm -hmm. so like i said before i would allow myself and my family to go off to amish country i had to do a training run for the marathon and it was a longest one yet it's not anything crazy but it was nine miles so on mile and i drove out to blackhand gorge which is a four and a half mile long trail um and through the woods but it's mostly blacktop some of it's gravel um yeah, it's nice anyways trail. it's a nice trail shaded whatever i got seven and a half miles in and uh i don't know what i was doing i was i think i looked down at my phone to uh change my song or something and next thing mm-hmm. i know i hit a root that had like kind of grown up through the black top and kind of made it uneven mm-hmm. anyway yeah. like i hit that i hit that root man and i just it dropped me i wasn't expecting it at all and i was instant <laughs> instant survival mode i was going down uh, and i barrel rolled off into the weeds <laughs> off the trail <laughs> and wow. I tripped and I fell down. I needed <laughs> I needed life alert, right? <laughs> I've fallen and oh, I man. can't get up. <laughs> so I mean, that happened totally rattled my mindset. Like I was cruising, you know, I had all these great thoughts and things running through my head. <laughs> I don't know. I was yeah. I was on cruise mode and then I got kicked in the teeth, right by this root. <laughs> yep, and I hurt my knee. Twisted my ankle, all that crap. But I just immediately brushed myself off, 
got my ass back up and kept going like it didn't happen yet. And I kind of like after that happened, it sounds dumb, but I think it's like it's, it's a good analogy uh, for life. You're going to get mm-hmm. you're going to trip and fall. You're going to land in the mud. You're going to land in the leaves and you're sure. you can you can either stay there or you can the best thing to do is quickly get yourself back up, brush yourself off and keep going because it's going to happen. I mean, oh yeah. I was not even even though it shocked me like <laughs> in the moment, I was but I, like right after happened, I was like honestly not surprised that happened at all. Like what else would I expect? <laughs> like is <laughs> it uh, it's going to be the first yeah. of many trials. Yeah, you're going to fall down quite a few times for sure. <laughs> I hope not. So, I hope not literally, <laughs> but figuratively. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. you fall down all the time. So how long were you actually on the ground before you got back up to keep running? Like, I mean, immediately it was like, a, I was like a football drill. Like I was like, man, it, <laughs> hopefully nobody saw me do that. But no, there was nobody there. But, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even give myself enough time, enough time to think about, like, like, I don't know. Sometimes stuff happens and the analogy in life is like sometimes stuff like that happens. You trip and fall. You look stupid and dumb. You've made mm-hmm. a mistake. It's easy to just quit what you're doing and, you know, pack it up and go on home. Yep. You know, quitting, I guess, is kind of what it gets me. But you're, you're going you're gonna to trip and fall all the time. Oh, absolutely. And you're going to be tired, too. That's another thing. Yeah. Which when you when you get tired, you know, once uh, you're seven and a half miles in, it increases the likelihood that you're going to trip, right? Right. You're you it it takes your uh, takes your guard down, kind of thing. You get more complacent when things are easy. Cruise control. Yeah. I mean, life's going to knock you down. It's kind of like that yeah. that Johnny Cash song. God's going to cut you down. No, yep. no matter what you're trying to do. No one's gonna. No, nothing great is ever done easily. Uh, mm-hmm. Being a great dad, being a great worker, being a great business owner—all that shit is gonna involve many, many instances of getting knocked down, and you gotta mm-hmm. stand back up, fall, fall down. You know what is it? Fall down eight times, stand up nine. Is that mm-hmm. the? that's the quote (laughs) fall down whatever it is but i don't know it kind of like really made me think about that yep yeah this is my short you know like like you said it's kind of just a great metaphor for life uh you know it's it's never going to be easy it's just going to be you can't let it keep you down gotta hop back up and keep on trucking yep all right what you got on current events? Uh, big one this week uh, was whose cocaine is in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for anybody that doesn't know, they uh, they found a small bag with a white substance uh, in a bathroom inside the White House. Um, they confirmed that the substance is cocaine. Uh, however. Law enforcement is saying that this is a high traffic area and they have no idea and no way to figure out whose cocaine this is and who put it there. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I know. I know how to figure out who the fuck 
It's doing cocaine. <laughs> you drug test every freaking son of, a, <laughs> son of a gun he's been through there. And the one that tests positive for cocaine probably was carrying probably. the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> would that be a shocking thing to do? I It would make sense. <laughs> Uh, so some offshore betting sites have actually set odds on who they they're taking bets on who they think is going to be the culprit. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm sure you can guess who the favorite is. <laughs> Old Hunter Biden. <laughs> Old Hunter Biden. Um, Man, some, this... he, he's listed as, as low as plus plus one forty. Wow. <laughs> almost, almost even money that it's him. Um, you've got some celebrities mixed in there that are on the board. Uh, Angelina Jolie at fourteen to one. Oh, Any, why? I don't. I I don't know. She must have visited the White House recently. Um, any of the Jonas Brothers? Uh, <laughs> they're listed at ten to one. Uh, Elton John and Snoop Dogg are both listed at sixteen to one. Um, Joe Biden himself. It's his Coke. Um, that's at one hundred and fifty to one, and his wife Jill. A little bit shorter odds <laughs> uh, at a hundred to one. So I mean, honestly, given Hunter's track record, like he's got to, it's got to be, got to. <laughs> well, no, it, usually like drug and alcohol addictions run and run with the family. Like, got to be just as likely to be Joe or Jill's. Well. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Biden on some of them speeches? Like sometimes he's real lethargic, <laughs> but other times he's cranked up, man. He gets all yeah. excited, old man excited. <laughs> it's still hard to understand what he's talking about, but it's just coming out way more quickly. And like you could tell that it's like the there's times when he's like really you can really tell he's thinking he's saying something good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on to something here. Yeah. I shared a meme. It was like it had Hunter. It had a, I, I don't know if you saw this one. It has him. He's got like a Sherlock Holmes hat on, and he's got yeah. a, instead of a instead of a normal tobacco pipe like Sherlock Holmes has in his mouth, it's got a crack pipe. And it's like <laughs> Sherlock Hunter and the mystery of the <laughs> white powder. <laughs> oh man, this well, administration, man, they can't catch a break. It's crazy. It's just what? one thing after the next. Well, how many bags of Coke do you think they found that, you know, it didn't get to leave, you know, the doors, keep it hush, hush. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably a recurring problem. <laughs> well, they probably found, they probably found the, you know, the suitcase wherever Hunter's staying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they just, they knew that was his. So they, they, uh, kept it under wraps. I don't know. I mean, it's really insane that we are talking about this. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Like a it's lot. pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, speaking of insane things to talk about, uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit previously with the Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, you know, fight. Well, that kind of went up a notch this week um, with Meta, uh, which is the owner of Facebook uh, yeah. and Instagram. They've released a new social media platform called threads <laughs> yeah and it is it is basically an exact copy of twitter um and Interesting. It, is, it is it is so similar to twitter that twitter is now suing meta because they claim that a bunch of former 
uh, Twitter employees have gone over to work for Meta to develop uh, this new hmm. platform using yeah. Twitter's technology. Yeah, uh, a bunch of uh, the people that Elon fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all went to work for Zuckerberg. Layoffs, yeah. So that's dirty. Uh, yeah. So then, you know, a few months later, that's when uh, that's when Meta releases this this Threads uh, platform. So well, we'll see where that goes. Elon says he's suing. Zuckerberg says he's full crap and he doesn't know what he's talking about. So we'll yeah. see where it go. We'll see where it lands. I but have not. Yeah. In the meantime, the Italian Prime Minister has gotten involved, and he says that they can fight in the Roman Colosseum if they want. <laughs> He's offered up the Roman Colosseum as the venue. For the uh, MMA match or whatever it yeah. is supposed to be. Yeah, and it's gone to the point where they've actually contacted Dana White, who says uh, that he's putting on this this match. So Yeah. I don't think I don't apparently think apparently the is... UFC is working with the Italian government to have the fight in the Roman Coliseum. Now that is amazing to say and talk about, but there is no part of me that thinks any of this is ever going to happen. And no, probably not. But man, it's everybody would love to. It, I would love to see it. I would love yeah. to see it. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> it would it would smash every single pay per view number. Ever. I'd love to see it, but they also help, they like both need to like take a cycle of whatever the hell people take St- the Liver King <laughs> regimen yeah. uh, for a year. <laughs> What's his name? Brian Johnson. <laughs> gotta, gotta send him some emails. Get him on. Get him on a regimen. <laughs> yeah. I'm still. I don't know. I'm torn of who I pick in that one. I mean, I think I think you have to take Zuckerberg, right? Smart money, Zuckerberg. I think he would be a, a pretty heavy favorite. Yeah, but Elon's kind of like a thick boy, and Zuck's yeah. like slender. It, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Can't wait to never know. see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got anything for current events? Uh, no, I did see. Well, kind of. I saw some news from our friends up north, uh, the donators of all the wildfire smoke. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. I saw a headline. I guess uh, a court has ruled in Canada that an emoji, the thumbs up emoji in a text, mm-hmm. indicates uh, th- this case with the court, it entered, it is uh, the equivalent of a legally binding signature up in canada oh, new emoji nice. law yeah that's nice. that's the things they're worrying about <laughs> instead of all the other bull crap uh-huh. uh, this was a dispute between like a farmer and a uh wheat buyer or something <laughs> and it went all <laughs> into court yeah i thought yep. that one was interesting uh hopefully none of that nonsense ever trickles down into the red white and blue free lands of america no. We've I, got way bigger problems like cocaine okay. in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> spy balloons. In spy balloons. <laughs> yeah, that's all I had. All right. Uh, what the crap? What the crap? You I want got, me to go first? 
No, you're going. If first. you want to, okay, I'll go first. That you you always lead the what the crap. I feel. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, my what the crap this week is Rudy Farias. Uh, Rudy, uh, he was a 17 year old boy back in March of 2015. Uh, he was reported missing. Um, he was never found until just this past week when he was found sleeping uh, on the stairs of a church. And he was, he's now 25 years old. He's been missing. He's been missing for eight years. Wow. Um, So he, he was in real bad shape, all, you know, cut and bruised and stuff. Um, And sleeping on the, on the steps of the church. They said, Hey, uh, we need to get you to a hospital. And his mom shows up and says, he doesn't need to go to a hospital. We're going to take him home. So she takes him home and cops are kind of following up like, Hey, that's not, that's weird. Why wouldn't he get, uh, you know, get medical attention. Right. Um, And it turns out that after talking to some of the neighbors and stuff um, that that's not Rudy, that's, that's Dolph. He's been living there the last eight years. He goes by Dolph. His name's Rudolph. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's just, he's been missing for eight years. Everybody's been looking for him for eight years, but he's just been living in his, in his house, uh, with his, with his mom. Yeah. Uh, So he was reported missing. Yeah. So, so they, they end up bringing him and his mom in for interviews. The cops do. Yeah. What's going on here? And this community activist, his name's Quanell X. Um, this is all happening in Houston, by the way. Um, he uh, he kind of gave a, an interview with the media after listening to these interviews. He's allowed to sit in on the interviews. Uh, and he claims that uh, Rudy's saying he ran away from home back when he was 17. Uh, but after a couple days, he came back. And his mom convinced him that if he came clean and said, Hey, I'm back, um, that the, he would be in trouble and the cops would want to arrest him because, um, because he ran away. So yeah, naturally. Yeah. So he, he (laughs) believed her and he basically changed his identity and like hid in plain sight. Right. This is some wacko. Yeah, well, it gets weirder. Um, he claims that um, the mom was allegedly drugging him um, in order to keep him believing that he was in trouble and that the cops were looking for him, um, and that she routinely makes him play daddy. She makes him sleep in her bed, um, and like if he tries to get out of bed or tries to hide or something like that. Then she, she makes him sleep in bed with him. Uh, she makes him shower with her, like all kinds of where is apparently daddy's not home. Daddy's not home. There is no daddy. daddy. Just the two of them. Yeah. But, but he's been convinced. I mean, he's, uh, they said that he's even, uh, been pulled over by the cops before, uh, like, in the past few months, uh, 
and he gave him a fake name because he's afraid that he's going to get arrested for 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 running away when he was 17. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so now what? <laughs> you know, like where do we go from here? I mean, the mom has to, the mom has to go to jail if this stuff's true, right? Yeah, but what's the charge? Like <laughs> child abuse? I guess. Yeah. Uh, Complete. Yeah, it, it would have it would have to be kidnapping, right? Like she's holding him hostage and keeping him there with drugging him, right? Yeah, but how can you ever, you know, prove with his, <laughs> that she was drugging him? Uh, I'm sure they could take blood samples and they would be there, you know? Right. So, yeah. Crazy That's a, story. That is crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to check up on that one. Yeah. I, th- I think there's still more to be more to be said about that one. Right. I'm sure. Um, My what the crap is kind of so my what the crap is Amazon story. Um, this is about Kareka Wartham. Wartham. Uh, she's a 32-year-old operations manager at a Amazon warehouse. Okay. So she's 32, operations manager. You know, pretty good job. Sure. Um, but, you know, her coworkers started to notice She's starting to show up to work in all these these nice cars, and uh, it's like things are going really well. She's mm-hmm. first she first started driving a Porsche, which isn't a crazy big deal. But then you know the next week she's driving a Tesla, um, and finally, after a few months and being with the company for just a couple of years. She's driving a Lamborghini and people are starting to start to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turns out Kareka uh, was using a bunch of money. She swindled out using her um, position at Amazon. She'd figured out a way to fund an extravagant lifestyle for her and her 37 year old lover Brittany hudson which i'm mm. assuming is another female um but you yep. know that doesn't matter but we they ended up convicting her of uh you know it uh getting it to the tune of 9.4 million dollars and the that way she stole she, from amazon that she stole from amazon in a two-year awesome. period yeah, a two-year wow. period um, as the operations manager. Isn't that crazy? So Yeah, I kind of want to know how she did it. So how she did it, um, she ended up submitting false invoices, and she, mm-hmm. had a, she had a ring of – this is, like, bigger than just her. So she had, like, six people collude with her, and um, she created fake invoices – for fake vendors and these vendors were owned by, you know, her friends. Okay. And she'd approve the invoices to be paid, which I don't know exactly 
how, you know, what these invoices were for. You know, they have so much going on, but um, there are six others in the theft ring, it says in this article, um, you know, involving fake invoices coming in, her approving them. There's another guy that worked for Amazon that she hired was in on it. So mm-hmm. he's responsible for losing 9.6 or 4, excuse me, million dollars. I, but, you know, she had to pay these co-conspirators too, right? She didn't get yeah. it all, but she had a Lamborghini, a Porsche, a Tesla, uh, and recently bought a $2 million home. <laughs> I mean, so she was the kingpin. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was, she was doing it. She was doing it. Um, yeah. They sentenced her to, I think, 16 years in prison. Oh, damn. And um, uh, I think, you know, they have, she's ordered to pay the $9.4 million in restitution to Amazon, which how the heck is she ever going to do that? You know, probably not going to happen. <laughs> right. Unless yeah. she made a really good buy on that real estate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> 9.4 million in two years. She was going ham. That's yeah, a lot of work. I, that is a lot. That's, <laughs> that's, it's kind of impressive to be honest. I mean, that, those are all the details like, I've got. How did she not get caught sooner? I don't know. So what's better? After she was sentenced, she was let out on bail. Okay, mm-hmm. but she wasn't done with her money making schemes quite yet. Um, while she was free on bail, she worked with a hookah uh, franchising company. She's just a business minded woman, a Kairika. Yeah. Um, so she was trying to scam. I, I, I don't know. She was on bail, right? And she's working with a franchising company to try to open a hookah bar in uh, Midtown Atlanta. Um, the cup, the couple together uh, sent forged court documents, fake signed by a federal judge, trying to convince uh, this franchise that their court cases, their active court cases for the Amazon stuff, had been mm-hmm. dismissed, <laughs> and uh, you know emailed the fake. Uh, emailed the franchising company for the hookah bar uh, fake bank documents uh, to pretend they had more money than they did and then uh, prosecutors this is uh, while she's out on bail while she's out on bail for this Amazon she's trying to she's trying to start a hookah bar franchise to fix everything like (laughs) she's man she's she's on one Uh, so the prosecutors learned of the forgery uh, somebody with somebody must have followed up about you know the whole case being dropped thing, and she got caught again. Yeah, before uh, she could get herself a hookah bar started. <laughs> Wild! What a dummy! What the crap? What the crap, man? What are you thinking? Oh well, I don't know, man. Uh, get, having all that that home and that. I mean, whatever. It's crazy. It's crazy she got that much money in such mm-hmm. a short amount of time. And then she's yeah. so, you know, it's like these criminals are so smart to do that. And then they just too dumb to, you know, not show it off. Like, hide. Yeah. Like, I think she would have been it. fine had she not started pulling up to work in a Lamborghini. <laughs> right. And I guess the mansion she bought was just the, few blocks away from the warehouse it was real close by 
like yeah hot, no one's gonna no one's gonna notice take your criminal win and just lay low like right it's <laughs> crazy whatever yep sports sports What's going on my man big news uh we got the MLB draft going on tonight uh and our boy yeah. Colt Emerson has been drafted yeah it's uh, awesome he was drafted 22nd overall by the Seattle Mariners uh Colt is um from from our hometown uh he's a hometown kid that um yeah. so he was he's committed committed to play at Auburn he's a baseball player yep um but he has now been drafted by the Seattle Man- Mariners so he has yep. a choice to make uh he could turn the turn them down uh and go to college if he does that he's got to play three years in college um, yeah seems unlikely that he would choose to do that but who knows uh it seems unlikely but you never know um, you never know the way um all these nil deals it, it, it's mm-hmm. a different kind of different age yeah so he he kind of jumped off uh you know he played in that uh international tournament last summer and uh he played really well and that kind of got him on a lot of people's radar um yeah. so i mean he's kind of He's 17 years old, uh, and he's he just got drafted over a bunch of kids that have you know that are graduating yeah. college. Right, <laughs> insane talent. So, That's incredible. It is. A it is big... incredible potential there. So, yeah, he seems like he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders. Um, I mean, right. So, hopefully, I'm sure whichever decision he makes, uh, whether he's going to go play uh, for the Mariners or whether he's going to go uh, play. For Auburn, um, you know, I think he's going to think about it, talk about it with his family, and uh, do what's best for him. Um, we'll be rooting for him either way. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations, Colt. Big decisions ahead of you, but over here, at TPP, we're wishing the hometown kid all the best. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. it's great to see the fruits of his labor, you know, pay off so quickly. He's obviously has some serious talent. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, do you know who Victor Wembenyama is? Oh, yeah. That's uh, the guy that lives down the street. He kind of had a problem. He used to run around like in his underwear and stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, <laughs> he is, uh, he was the number one pick in the NBA draft. <laughs> oh. he's, a, he's a French uh, basketball player that <laughs> just got drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, okay. I don't know. I haven't heard any stories about him running around in his underwear, <laughs> but you never know. Different guy. Yeah, uh, my bad. Different guy. So uh, <laughs> he he's, he is being touted as like the next. He's He's a seven footer that can shoot threes. And like when he misses the threes, he can like slam him back. Uh, yeah, he's out. He's he's just out. He's he's essentially he's just alley ooping himself. Yeah, like an he's, he's yeah. He's like an alien. He does things <laughs> that people have never seen before. But he's he's like really tall and real uh, lanky. So we're not really sure how he's going to translate to the NBA. But all the experts agree that he is like a can't miss prospect. Right. Um, the last time that everybody agreed on a guy like they have on this, it was LeBron James. 
So really, yeah, he's being counted as kind of like the the surest thing since LeBron James, right? I guess. Uh, how comes I haven't heard of him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, I, that's a good question. Because I don't watch TV, don't watch the NBA, yeah. don't watch Sports Center, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, somebody, someone who has heard of him uh, is early two thousands pop star uh, Britney Spears. Oh, nineties okay. pop star. Uh, wow. Okay, and I did see saw, this. You saw this? <laughs> I do know who that is. Yeah, Britney Spears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she sees him. She's out to dinner, and she sees him and wants to go say hi and get a picture with him. And uh, his security team, I don't think they knew who she was because they just pushed her away. And yeah. uh, when, when, he pushed, when he pushed her, uh, her hand, the back of her hand came back and hit her in the face. And she thought that he had hit her in the face with his own hand. Uh, so now she is, uh, she filed a police report. She's uh Oh my God. She's claiming that he was he, that she was assaulted by Victor Webb and Yama's uh, security team. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> I did see that video. I don't know if she was assaulted, but she was. No. Uh, she was a little like she scooted away. She's backhanded <laughs> with a slight force. Not much. I don't. I don't think yeah. I consider that an assault. Yeah. Guess, uh, well, I don't think any. I don't think anyone other than her does either. So, <laughs> man, I feel bad for Britney Spears. Have you seen her like Instagram and stuff? Do you follow her yeah. on social media at all? I see her pop up every once in a while. She'll go viral for something, and she's just. I couldn't sad. believe where. So where did this incident happen at? Did you catch that part? I didn't uh, think I Britney think was, Spears. I think it was a San Antonio restaurant. Yeah, I didn't realize Britney Spears was like leaving her house and stuff because I just see uh, these videos of her dancing in her underwear and stuff in mm -hmm. her mansion, like really crappy dancing. It's just like, <laughs> man, it's sad. It is. It's sad. She's just like really ah, something really is wrong. I don't know. It's it's sad to see. I never yeah. really like growing up. If you ever would have told me, like, Craig, your life's gonna be way better than Britney Spears, <laughs> I would like be like, what? Like, no, <laughs> like, there's no freaking way. No way. Yeah. No, but here we are. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It don't look like she can really be fixed. She looks like no, she, that's I, just how I she think, is now. I think the damage has, has been done. I think uh, the people around her kind of used her for what they could and. No, they used kinda... her up. It's like she. It's like you see that in Hollywood a lot. Like you, you know how people say, you know, they sold their soul. It's like yeah. her soul's like seemingly. I don't know, man. Yeah. She's gone. Yep. It's sad. It is. Don't do that. <laughs> don't sell your soul. Don't sell your soul. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. We have a heavyweight title fight announced in the UFC. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course, John Jones is the current champion. Um, mm -hmm. And he is going to fight your boy, Stipe Miocic. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Uh, Stipe was last seen um, back in March of 2021 and when he got knocked out cold by Francis Ngannou. Yeah, that's tough to see. That was tough to see. He, that, he hasn't fought since. Um, so he's going to take uh, almost three years off and then and fight John Jones. I think he's had a that's couple a kids. Bold, I think he's had some kids move. since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real uh, um, big comeback. This is a huge fight. It's awesome. He's he's forty one years old. Um, yeah, yeah. They're they're similar size. I thought that Stipe would be a little bit bigger, but um, no, they're both six four. John Jones actually weighs a little bit more. Um, John Jones is thirty five. Got the age he, advantage. Yep, yep. And he has the, you know. The fact that he's a, an incredible athlete as well, kind of on yeah. his size, on the side. So yeah, John Jones. I mean, when's the last time he's lost? Uh, it's been it's, been it's been a long, long time. Yes, you know he's kind of like been in and out of the UFC for various reasons, but he's never really, you know, I, I, it's been a long time since he's lost. When what? I mean, I want to look this up real quick. It was probably when he lost to Cormier, wasn't it? Oh, was it this? It says his only professional loss is a controversial disqualification against Matt Hamill. Mm. What was that about? Nah. He probably he probably like threw a a knee when he was on the ground or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he kept testing positive for steroids and yeah, cocaine. The only guy, the only guy who's ever been able to beat John Jones is John Jones. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just um, he he's been in a lot of legal trouble. He's been uh, accused I mean, of performance enhancing drugs. He's, uh, he's just list, a rough character. Let me list list this. I mean, here's I'm on the wiki page here. Failed drug tests. 2015 UFC 182. Uh, this was for cocaine, and we got UFC 200 the following year. Um, anti-estrogen substance uh, associated with the only reason you'd have that in your system if you're taking steroids. Uh, next year 2017, Terinabol, uh, anabolic steroid. I can't explain that one. Next year, he's getting busted every year. It's like um, every year, yeah. Turn a ball again. So that's like one, two, three, four, four failed drug tests in the UFC in four years, and then he now he's back. Uh, yeah, he's been fighting. Yeah, who did who did he win the heavyweight title from? Or is this a vacant title or what? I uh, so. So Francis and Ghanu left and mm-hmm. it was it was vacant and then he fought Cyril Ghan um and absolutely dominated him. Um and that was his first fight in three years. Uh and he and he was moving up a weight class. So Right. Yeah, crazy. Dude, I would love to watch that fight. I'm excited. I get excited for the heavyweights and light heavyweights. Yeah, the big boys. I mean, honestly, yeah, there's some um, there's some exciting. I mean, everything else. I mean, you know, that's just 
what yeah. people like the big boys <laughs> yeah it's it's always more fun to watch them they hit really hard <laughs> so this is a really exciting one yeah you know who i'm rooting for yep me too mr modello yeah i hope he can pull it off i'm just not real confident this is like uh, it this is like i think he's outmatched he's outmatched he's outgunned and he's fighting a villain this is his rocky story dude this is awesome i hope so that'd be great we're in his corner and i'm sure he's gonna come talk about it on the podcast yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. He's right up the road, hour yep. and a half. Absolutely. Open invite there. Uh, yeah. My you got my last my last Ooh. topic for sports. Um, Northwestern football is in trouble. Um, they they're always a, in trouble. <laughs> they had well, this one's off the field. Uh, they had a a former player um, come out anonymously and say that they were being hazed that there's this big uh hazing culture at northwestern and Mm. that's just that's how it is uh older players hazing younger players that sort of thing Um, so when it was when it originally came out their head coach pat fitzgerald got uh two game suspension however the never good look never good look never never good (laughs) it gets worse the president of uh, Northwestern came out uh, last night and said uh, that after doing a little bit more investigating, he is going to reevaluate the punishment and it's probably going to be more. Okay. Um, so now the speculation is that Pat Fitzgerald is going to get fired. Yeah. Pretty. Uh, uh, basically, basically he said that if, if he didn't know about this culture that was going on in his locker room, then he should have. Um, you know, the whole you're you're the guy responsible. You either know about it and you're letting it happen, or you didn't know about it and you're not doing your job. So um, yeah. but what's crazy is you know, Pat Fitzgerald's the only guy who's ever had success as a member of the Northwestern football program. <laughs> oh, he's, <laughs> been, there he's, long, he's been, been there a long time. Yeah. Kind of a but he's He's even turned down jobs like, uh, you know, there are rumors of him going to coach the Bears and the Packers and, um, you know, all these NFL teams. And he turns them down. He says, I'm happy. You know, Northwestern's my home. I'm happy here. So, yeah, that's rough. Uh, yeah. Did uh, you ever, do you see any details on what type of hazing is going on? I mean, where's the juicy details? Mm-hmm. I I didn't <laughs> I didn't see anything yet. This is a it's a developing story uh, at yeah. this point. Like I said, you know they just they just came out and said that they're reevaluating the punishment. You know, last night, early this morning. Mm. Oh, okay, so, fresh uh, news. It's pretty fresh. So we'll follow that one as it goes. I'm it it doesn't sound good for Coach Fitzgerald. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Well. I guess uh, we're at this point in the show. <laughs> We've made it. We've made it. It's the Biden gaff or the Trump laugh. What's it, what's it going to be? What do you think it's going to be?
Trump laugh. All right. Let's go. I want to see Hunter ask these questions. Hunter, you know nothing about energy. You know nothing about China. You know nothing about anything, frankly. Hunter, you're a loser. Why did you get $1.5 billion, Hunter? And your father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. <laughs> oh, man. What a character. <laughs> <laughs> man, that guy, something else. Yeah. And now it's time for the Bible verse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) The Lord upholds who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. Psalms 145.14. What do you think that means? It means that um, when you try to like, um, when you you fail or something, um, you could ask God for some help, mm-hmm. and He could help you. Yep. And uh, he always helps those who uh, who bow down and ask for help, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Hey, man. What can you say that's perfect? If any of you guys are going through anything, if you've tripped and fell down, the Lord will lift you up. You got to brush yourself off. And if you keep going, I promise. It's going to be better. That's the show. Freedom on.